where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. I think this will be the penultimate episode with the bad audio. My mixer finally came in. But I am taking a trip down to the coast. I won't have time to set it up. So the interregnum is soon ending. Oblique historical reference to 17th century English history. Today we're going to talk about the number. Now I have ruminated over this, and I know some men have thought about this number, but the, what I talk about the number is it's very easy for women to have a lot of sexual partners. If you think about, let's just conservatively estimate a girl loses her virginity at 18, even though about, I think the last study I saw was 50% of high school graduates were still virgins. Maybe those a lot of the, a lot of those were fat kids or kids who couldn't get laid, but either way. Let's say a girl has five sexual partners for each year in college. You know, these are going to be hookups. Let's be honest. We live in the Tinder world where women are giving out sex on the first or second day because that's their only way to think they think they can get a man, which in some ways is true. It is like the lotus flower uh, for men, so to speak, to go to that Odysseus reference. So having five partners a year is not a lot. I mean, that can even be a, a boyfriend for six months. And then she has a, a, she goes and bangs a dude even only once a month. I mean, six can be a conservative estimate in a year. You could have a girl do six in two months, six in a month. Just a typical college girl. It is not like the old days. The old, old days, where I like to mention Bridgerton, where everyone was like chaperone, and of course there was no fornicating before marriage. But even 60 years ago, 50 years ago, women were not riding the carousel. It was still in that rubric of get to know each other, four or five months, whatever. And then if she really liked you, you guys would have sex. But the good thing about that old rubric of the 70s and 80s was that you got to know them, and they got to know you. And if there were any red flags, you could always abort, abort, abort. Because we know sex clouds your judgment. So now with the sex positive movement coming in 20 years ago, and now with uh, men always being men, men want to get laid. You know, women were always the gatekeepers of sex. Men are the gatekeepers of relationships. So now that women are like, oh, if men can bang around, we can do it too. Yeah. So now women are banging. Now, I mean, for them to get their number high is easy. So let's say conservative estimate, six a month. That means they have 30 sexual partners by the time they graduate. Maybe 35 because a lot of kids don't graduate in four years anymore like we used to. That's 35 by 22, 23. Let's just say she marries. 10-year marriage, has a couple of kids, divorce. Then she's out on the prowl for the beta provider. You know, Ideally, she wants the alpha provider, but alpha providers are going to go for the 22-year-olds. They're not going to go for a single mom. 
So now she's out on the market and desperately needs the provider, right? And what is she going to use? Her sexuality, right? That's all she's got. So she could be banging dudes all the time trying to get the second husband. This correlates to the stepfather effect that we've talked about all the time, ad infinitum here on this channel. Oh, kids of single moms have a high rate of being physically and sexually abused by the cavalcade of boyfriends and stepdads that come into her life. She's so desperate for provisioning and acceptance and validations that she needs these Chad and Tyrones and these groomers to tell, oh, you're still beautiful, you're still beautiful. But a lot of them just, you know, will bang her and leave. They don't want to marry a, a single mom. So a woman can easily have 40 sexual partners by the time you meet her at 38 or 40. But either way, is there a number that's too much for you? Simply put, is there a number that's too much for you? Now, I know you guys are different ages and so forth, but look, men are still attracted to virtuous women. They're still attracted to virtuous women. A 22-year-old man would li ideally like to marry a virgin. A 42-year-old man would like, ideally, if he had to marry, marry a virgin. That's just the way we're wired. We look at beauty, youth, fertility, and then what? Virtue. No man wants to marry another man's sloppy second, sloppy third, sloppy fourth. Yes, there's going to be the simps who fall in love with strippers and webcam girls and all these whores. Yes, I understand. But any man that's got any modicum of sexual market value, sexual market awareness, or just any modicum of self-respect, is not going to find a woman who's had a lot of sexual partners attractive. Now, he might tolerate it. He might turn a blind eye. He might be smart and just never ask how many partners you've had. I would tell you that's a smarter thing to do because that's a Pandora's box you can't close once you get that number. Now, some of you guys will be like, oh, no, no number's too high or it'll freak me out. I always talk about Four Weddings and a Funeral, the old Hugh Grant 1994 comedy with Annie McDowell. Where there's a scene, she's a total whore in this movie. She seduces him without telling him that she is engaged. I mean, she's just a trash. She's a piece of trash. Anyways, there's a scene in a diner where she admits to him that she's had 33 lovers. And he still wants her. Right? Again, what are rom-coms doing? They telegraph and they program us. So you're supposed to take the woman who's had a lot of partners. As Hugh Grant did. So I think the best thing to do, honestly, if you're if you're dating a woman, just don't find out the number. The only thing that you need to know is that she has an active sexual transmitted disease. So again, know your value, know their catch. And I know this is so hard for some of you men. Be like, I'm not going to bang you until you show me a recent STD test. And look, if she asks you the same thing, honestly, you should do it. I don't believe in double standards. I believe in intellectual honesty. You should do it too, especially if you're going to go bareback, which I, of course I don't recommend. Never trust a woman when she says that she is going to take care of the contraceptives. Unless she can show active proof that she has the receipt or the inserts of her hormonal contraceptive once a year shot. But even then, you still have to worry about STDs. So I just don't go bareback. But either way, I wouldn't tell her how many partners you've had. Don't ever do that. And please, I wouldn't even ask her because A, she's going to lie. And B, let's say she's honest. Let's say she says she's at 26. Do you really think you're going to find her more attractive knowing that she's at 26 men burrow their phallus into her and release their semen into her? I mean, let's face it. A lot of it's genitalia. Women are the receiver of the act. And they absorb the semen. Go to that past episode we did on how semen is a natural antidepressant. If for women. We know it is for men. But absorbing a man's semen. They absorb the man's semen into their blood supply, their bloodstream. So... 
if you're dating, let's say, a 36-year-old, you're 48, whatever, you know her body counts are not going to be three. You know it's going to be relatively high, even if she's been married. So why are you going to open yourself up to that? And look, there are neurotic men who will fixate on that number. They're like, I got to know, I got to know, I got to know. Okay, fine, I've had 24. What? 24. Oh. And then they can't get it up around her. They, 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 they can't get it up, either because they feel inferior because she knows, he knows that she's had so many men. Like, she could still be lying. It could be more than 24. She, you, you know if she tells you 24, it's not going to actually be less than that number. It could be higher. So men can go through ED. They're like, either because they don't find her sexually attractive anymore or they know that she's been used up or they don't respect her after that number so they can't get a heart on anymore. Or they feel like they're getting compared to by the 24 men before. And on one level you are. I mean, let's face it. When you bang a new woman... You're kind of comparing her, how she's in bed, to other women. Now, men don't really care. See, it's like the same with women. Women are like, oh, I don't want you to see me naked because one of my breasts is asymmetrical. Look, women, all your breasts are asymmetrical. No, There's no such thing as symmetrical breasts. Men have that in the scrotum, okay? It's just part of biology. Oh, I have a little love handle or I have a mold. Men don't care. All men, you, you think a man is like disrobing and in disrobing you and he's like, oh, you have a birthmark or, oh, you have a little love handle. You think any man in that position is just going to turn away sex? No. But women are so obsessed with their body imperfections. And they don't get it. Men don't care. Oh, I haven't shaved my legs in three days. Do you think a man really cares? Do you think a man's about to open your legs and be like, oh, you haven't shaved your legs. Your, hair, your legs are a little hairy. Oh, I'm going to stop. <laughs> men don't care. They don't care. So look. What are you supposed to do? Don't ask. And then, of course, this is for men who want to marry a woman. Yeah, I know a lot of you guys are, are monks. You can certainly relate to this story. You know, you might know your, your ex's number. Now, um, you know, not to go to too TMI, my ex-wife was a virgin when we got married. We started dating in, high, in college. And uh, I mean, you, some of you are going to experience that, especially if you start, if you married your, your high school sweetheart or something like that. Could she have been lying? Perhaps. And I'm not going to be like, oh, she wouldn't lie. I mean, come on. But as far as I know, she was. And I'm pretty confident she was. But if you are dating somebody as you're, as you're older, or just the typical thought of the, the West, you are going to encounter women who have a lot of numbers, a lot of body count. And the thing is, they can repackage themselves so well. I mean, they could be like Amy Schumer in the movie Trainwreck, just complete, just drinking drugs, getting banged. And then they can put on the virtue signaling long skirt and the conservative blouse and then end up going to your mega church and praying the Bible in front of you. And you think that she's pure as driven snow. And you don't know what she's gone through. They can do this. They can do this. So this is the problem. So guys, look, I think in short, I would recommend you to be chased monks and not watch porn, of course. But if you are going to date, and if you are getting denapped, you're falling in love, because love really is just about denapping and infatuation and, and oxytocin and dopamine. My advice is don't ask. Don't ask the number because chances are, and I know some of you are like, oh, she's a good trad, trad cog. Maybe she is. But chances are she's had at least double digits. 
chances are, especially if she's in her 30s and 40s, no doubt, indubitably, she's had more than double digits. So you need to ponder for you men who are level one, make to other ones of you on a day and, and are really one wink away from the plantation. What number is too high of a number? And if there is a number that's too high for you, stand by that number. Remember, don't have scarcity mindset. Don't have scarcity mindset. But like, yeah, uh, you know, 25 is my number and she's at 28, but she's so great. I don't know if I can find another girl like her, so I'm just going to stay with her. No, that is simp mentality, scarcity mindset. I don't think I can do a better, so I'm just going to tolerate the fat woman, the old woman, the debt-ridden woman, you know, the stepmom. No. Or the single mom. No, no, no. Figure out what your number is and stick by it. If it's eight and you meet a woman who's had more and she's been honest, she tells you the number, then be like, sorry. And tell her why. I can't be with women who've had a lot of sexual partners. You have a high, higher rate of infidelity, cheating, peer bonding, divorce. I mean, the statistics prove it out. Just be honest. So she knows that there are repercussions to her thoughtery of her childhood or her, you know, of her 20s. Tell her the truth. Tell her the truth. But whatever the number is, stick to it. Or if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to have that kind of threshold, just never ask a woman. Just never ask. Trust me. Don't ask. Because once that number is in your head, you can't get it out. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds, especially if you have an Apple product. It helps get this message out because the algorithm on Apple will advertise it more to men who search stuff. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. Donate some shekels to help defray the cost of hosting this on the server. The other one's for naturopathicearth.com, my website. Click on the link because I know it's hard to spell. It takes you to the website. And there's hundreds of articles there and recipes and so forth. And on the right side of the homepage, you'll see my two books advertised. Click on the picture of the two books. It takes you to Amazon to buy the books if you want to buy the books. But if you don't want to buy the books, it's fine. It takes you to Amazon. I'm an Amazon affiliate. So anything you buy on Amazon by going through our links or my links, within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. So whatever, you buy $100 worth of stuff, we get like $4. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, contact me at clarity.fm. And lastly, again, post an honest review and subscribe right now. Click on that button. That way you get these episodes directly sent to you. And it just helps with the algorithm so we can save a man and stop his Wedding. Also, check out Female Holistic Health Apothecary and Confessions of an Obi Show on my two other podcasts. And subscribe and post an honest review there. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time.